Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of AmeriCrown Dreams. I'm Caitlin. I'm Jenna. In a world with not a lot of happy news these days, hurricanes, people who don't realize the abundance of amazing television they should be watching instead of hating on other people, and the end of summer, almost summer, in the Western Hemisphere. Jenna and I have been, you know... Northern Hemisphere. Nor what? Did I say Western Hemisphere? <laughs> yes! Damn it! Damn it, I did! <laughs> I don't know where I live. Why did I say Western? Come on. No, leave it in! <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. But. Anyways, we desperately needed some news. We did. And we got some. We did. <laughs> After months, how years of speculation, Baby Cambridge number three Yay! is on the way. Congrats to Kate and Will. Yay. We can't wait. Um, and we when we thought our joy could reach no higher limits, I was seriously walking on cloud nine that day. That oh, I was they so announced. pumped. I was just so like, pumped. life is full of promise yeah. and amazing and everything. The British royal family gave us another gift. Meghan Markle was uh, Vanity Fair's cover girl for August or October. Damn it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Anyways. she was. And it is a beautiful photo, yeah. striking photo, and it very clearly signals that their relationship is moving in a very serious direction. Yes. So, and she's wild about Harry, apparently. She is. Uh, so, we have some questions. Like, how did this interview make the cover? Certainly not without uh, some approval from a certain family. Um, so, the sun is shining, there are puppies and rainbows and love all around, and soon to be another baby, very cute baby, and hopefully some wedding bells. And even though I practiced reading this four times, <laughs> I still got it wrong. It's okay. So Jen and I today will discuss the two most important stories, almost the mo two most important stories of the royal that we've had this year. Yeah. And uh, certainly well, the most exciting for yes, us. Yes, for sure. So. For sure. Yay. I hope you guys are ready for a party. Whoop, whoop. Well, hello, Caitlin. Hello. How, how's it going? I mean, I our listeners may have noticed we didn't have an episode for last week. Yes. Because you were on vacation. It's true. I was in New York, which was very fun, but also a terrible week to to take a vacation. That it's is, like they knew. They yeah. Knew that we were just so good at our jobs. Well, as a joke, when we were leaving, when I was leaving uh, the last time we recorded, we, it was like... You were like, oh, is it okay if we don't record or don't plan on doing anything for next week since I'll be gone? And I was like, yeah, you know, I think it's okay. Um, I doubt anything is going to happen. It's still like, you know, it'll just be ramping back up. We've covered, you know, the Diana Memorial, so I don't think we need to go too deep into that or anything. And I was like, but if an engagement happens to be announced, we'll have to call you. You'll have to call and we'll just have to put out a emergency episode right i might sound a little distant since i'd be calling yeah like it would be less good quality <laughs> but i woke up was it saturday when what day it was, was labor it? day labor day okay. so yeah yeah i woke up labor day to a text message from you that you had sent me <laughs> at 5 30 a.m <laughs> so i was Which up was at like <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I guess New York time, but still right. like 5:30 a.m. and what, which was just a screenshot of the palaces and or the Kensington Palace announcement that Baby Cambridge Three is on the way, and I immediately like started being like, oh my god, and then 
my husband was like, what? And I was like, Kate's pregnant with, and he's like, I know, because he thought I was was talking about you. And I was like, no, the princess won. And he was like, okay. And I just... (laughs) Okay, it's like share in my joy, please. I know, <laughs> I know. I was like, this is so nice. I was like, I because I like woke up and it only had been like out for like a half an hour, and I was like, being in New York is amazing. I can you know get the scoop and all that, and it'll be great. Yeah, and the but. news. I mean, it was it was amazing. And then the next day, I mean, and we weren't going to we weren't going to call in for that because obviously we're excited but there's nothing really breaking about right. it we it's can't... not our first and it's not like and we know that she's out sick right like, and so the spec i mean also we have a lot of we have a long time we kind of know that the baby isn't going to show up for set a lot a few more months at least right. so <laughs> you know we don't have to, there's not a time crunch on that but with the next piece of news that came out we were i was i was so excited yes. as well because then it was the next day. I just couldn't, yeah, it was, I think it was. I just couldn't believe we'd get so much good news all at the same time. Yeah. And seeing Megan on the cover of a magazine, it says a lot. And it shows that she's all of a sudden, I mean, before she had a good career and everything, but she wasn't the cover star of Vanity Fair no. before she was dating Prince Harry. So it's exciting. It, it is. signals big things are happening. Right, because it could have been... I think we'll get into this a little bit more later, but it could have just been a story about her. She didn't have to talk about certain things that she mentions in this article. Yeah. And she did, which means that there are things going on behind the scenes. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm but pretty excited. But I mean, in New York, the city that never sleeps, did you do anything particularly fun? Um, well, like I mentioned to you earlier, yeah, we went and saw the play Puffs which is a Harry Potter-themed play that talks about how the Huffle- what the Hufflepuffs did during which, Harry's, like, oh, time okay. at Hogwarts, which is All hilarious. Right. Yeah. They're, like, literally the most ignored house. Yes, which one of our favorite YouTube videos of all time is the one where, and I can't remember who did it, but it's the, I'm a Hufflepuff. Yes. One time I saw the Room of Requirement. It was full of mouthwash. And we will say that to each other yes. all the time. I think I bought you, like, a Hufflepuff mug or yes, magnet or something. You did. Even though you're not a Hufflepuff. I'm not. Um, but just because we like saying, I'm a Hufflepuff. I know. At random times. So that yes. sounds like a fun play to go it to. It was. It was very, very funny. I I was very happy. You said, um, who plays Ron Weasley in the oh, play? Oh, Ron Weasley is played by a mop. It's what? just a mop with a red, like, a red. <laughs> is like, it red string? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, creative. So, and yeah. Harry was played by a girl. And hey. So, yeah. And so she would just carry it around. She's like, she'd be like, damn it, Ron. And she would just throw it. They'd be like, we have to go. And then she'd like throw him on the ground and he would just kind of sit there. Yeah. He's a, he's a mop. Right. And yeah. he doesn't have any individual agency beyond right. what's being carried around by Harry. <laughs> right. So I, I would thoroughly recommend it if you like comedy or Harry Potter or both. That's good to know. Um, but no, New York was fun. I did. Um, we went to the Met one day and... As Kate had been there, I had my husband try to take photos of me recreating <laughs> She went um, with Prince William to the St. Andrew's, um, I think it was 600 years anniversary event that they, oh, gave right. that they did, and she was wearing the um, ink ink blue Jenny Packham long sleeve, and she had a bump, mm-hmm. and I had a bump, so I tried to... Tried to and, emulate her. Yes. It didn't go very well, but I'll post it later. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Instagram presence. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Well, I was uh, here, and the biggest news that came out in my life was that 
my husband got a trip to London for work approved. Oh. So he gets to fly across the pond in two weeks. Oh, good. And I'm excited, but simultaneously yeah. awfully jealous right. of him. Um, he had mentioned, like, oh, we're, I might have this work trip to London in October. And, well, we got married last October. And I was mm-hmm. like, if you are on a work trip in London on our anniversary, I will lose my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Unless you, I was like, or you're buying me a ticket because I'm going. Right. That would be magical. But um, that's not going to happen this year. I'm not going to go with, I'll, mostly because I let my passport expire. <laughs> and oh, no. then I, uh, I've started already taking steps to rectify that. Yes. I mean, it might happen in the future. Right. And get a good opportunity. And I mean, if go. Minnesota doesn't get their Real ID Act, exactly, you know, pass, you're going to need that for any sort of domestic that's travel. That's very true. I hadn't even thought about yeah. that. So yeah, but that's my uh, jealousy-inducing travel thing. But now I'm. I told him I was like, well, I'm going to come up with a list of things you need to buy me there. At least in the duty freight, you need to bring me back the largest dairy milk bar you can find, mm-hmm. or whatever. Because as I had to explain to my mother couple weekends ago it's not the same here as yes. it is in england like the formulas are different well doesn't hershey own them now so now yeah. they use their crappy chocolate yep exactly i'm not a snob about a lot of food but i freaking hate hershey's yeah disgusting i agree i mean so it's it's kind of like there are those things that you know for the most part generics i don't care yeah like we would go, we would in high school go to Cub Foods for lunchtime and buy a, um, like, Fruity Treasures yeah. box of cereal and then eat that instead of Fruity Pebbles. And it was actually better because the sugar fell off. Right. And, so and you got a bigger bag of it. And you got a bigger bag of it. It's like, there were no boxes to contend with. No. We didn't care. And, um, but, like, I, I don't go with non, like, Heinz ketchup and I don't go That's with... True. Hershey's chalk. I mean, Hershey's, I know, is a name brand, but, like, no. No, thank you. Like, I guess if I want a s'more, I'll do it, because that's mostly what people have, but even then, I'm, like, I wish I would have brought my own chocolate. Yeah. You (laughs) just have, you should just carry around, like, Dove minis everywhere, (laughs) just in case for s'mores. Like, like, I don't need that. I already brought my own. Yeah, like, Leslie Nope, um, the episode of Parks and Recreation, where she's fleeing her life, uh, her stressful life, and she goes to Ron's cabin, and he's like, how long do you think we could stay here? She's like, well... Uh, you know, we uh, with your hunting ability and my chocolate supply, I don't know, three years? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, she's like, I'll make some s'mores. He's like, I don't have materials for that. She's like, I always have emergency s'more rations, Ron. <laughs> I mean, just become her. Right. So, yeah. Well, this episode, I think we'll start now with our just the, the more peripheral news. Yeah. So some really fun things happened, but they kind of pale in comparison to the the major news that we've already talked about. So we'll go all the way back to two weeks ago, which was when Will, Harry, and Kate uh, showed up to the um, Diana Memorial Garden. And this is the last sight we saw of Kate before the announcement was made. And she looked really good. She did. She, I mean, she looked like she didn't look pale or like she had no. been puking, which was impressive and shows you that she probably had chugged some Pedialyte before mm-hmm. she got out there and then, like, had really amazing bronzer on. She does. I did notice that. I was like, she looks, like, really, like, like, she's been, like, not tanning, but, like, she's been, like, somewhere sunny or something. Even yeah. Though, you know, they she's been outside. Been Scott, even though they had been in Scotland previously. Yeah. So... That was good, and she was wearing a Prada dress that was, uh, I thought, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It was the seafoam green 
color yeah. kind of with some light pink florals a high neck and then it had a kind of a t-length uh skirt and it was also really nice because it is very rep reminiscent of a dress that princess diana wore hold on i have to sneeze oh no there it goes minute i said i was going to so it was really similar to this dress princess diana wore which is um i can't remember what that designer is but that one was pretty yeah. much the same but it was pale blue it had a similar high neck yeah. t-length and paired with nude or tan you know tan shoes mm -hmm. which you know looked really nice yeah it's always nice to see that like she thinks about those kind of moments that she can kind of go back like not do an exact copy have her own you know personal style but also be like okay I I'm remembering my mother-in-law and yeah here's an important event that she's a part of and right like when she wore the the blue polka dot Jenny Packham when they presented baby George right exactly and it's these kind of subtle nods that are you know firmly because the Prada dress I mean that was out there that wasn't something that was custom right. created for her so I mean whoever again her stylist is or whoever found that particular dress and made the connection like oh this is really reminiscent of something mm -hmm. and I'm sure that's something that they had been keeping an eye on for the last couple of years is looking at the runways and seeing things that either were reminiscent of something that Diana had worn in the past or that could be easily modified or if you just make a phone call and say hey this is for the Duchess of Cambridge right. can you raise that neckline a bit and make it a little the sleeves a little 80s but not too and the designer will say of course Duh. I will yeah but it was really nice um, it was a rainy day, which what? was, um, I don't know, not the best for an outdoor event, but it looked like everyone... It didn't seem like it was pouring, which was good. Yeah. Because I feel like the photos would have shown that a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, they had to, you know, they had to hold their own umbrellas because... Right. They're self-sustaining people. But Jenna and I would happily do that. I volunteer for a very, really no money. I mean, we just handle it. Just, food, just give me a place to sleep. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure out the rest, <laughs> but yeah, it was nice. And, um, Will and Harry, I mean, I don't really, I didn't notice what they were wearing. I think that nice suits, yes, nice suits. I th think they looked nice and it was a touching moment, I think for everyone. And I think that they bore up quite well under the pressure and nobody was yeah. breaking down crying in public, which is what I would do. So right. yeah. Yeah, I felt like it was a really, like, optimistic way just to kind of end, like, this summer of Diana, essentially. Right. Since they've had to appear, they've appeared several times, you know, speaking about their mother's legacy, and that's really been the main topic of the summer was her death and looking back on her life and everything. So I felt like it was a really just, like, look at this beautiful garden and look at all these charities that she has had such a profound impact on. And right. And to thank, yeah, like all the people who came, who are still, you know, going out there putting out flowers and memorials to their mother. Yeah. So that was a, a nice event. Yeah. Um, other good news for the Cambridges. In 2012, uh, Kate and Will were vacationing in France and uh, they were spotted by paparazzi using a long lens. Um, a telephoto. Telephoto we, lens, We alluded yeah. the, to this in our last episode, yeah. talking about previous, you know, paparazzi intrusions, um, and kind of how they seem to be getting worse and worse. Right. 
Right. And so they happened to get, they ended up getting some photos of um, Kate Topless. Right. And while they weren't published in the British papers, because they generally, you know, don't want to mess with the royal family. Well, other... they, I think they got an injunction in England. Yes. Um, but they were published in France by um, Closer right. magazine. And so Kate and Will um, ended up suing the... Um, the paparazzi and the distributor of the image, and uh, we're asking for quite a hefty sum, a much higher sum than you usually kind of see for these cases. They're asking for $1.6 million in damages. And uh, while they didn't get that full amount, they did, they, um, judge did rule in favor of them, and it ended up um, giving them about... Wasn't it 100,000 pounds? Or um, something or euros. It's about sixty. It's about fifty thousand. Okay. For the the for the gossip magazine. Oh, okay. Was about what they got, um, which is a lot higher um, than most people get. Yeah. In these types of cases, but but definitely not as much as they were obviously asking for, as they wanted to make a very clear statement. You know, these pictures will not be just taken, like, and you won't get to just take them and publish them. We're gonna go after you. And we're going to ask for a lot of money. And this is a clear case of don't do it again. Otherwise, every time you do it, it's most likely that fund is going to go up. Like the amount of money you're going to get fined and be ordered to pay. Yeah. So um, they didn't attend the hearing or anything. That would have been kind of weird. But um, as it's been going on for quite some time. uh, But yes, it's definitely not the first time that they've had issues with the paparazzi. I remember in 2010... Um, Kate personally sued before she was married, even before she was engaged. She sued um, several, a distributor and a paparazzi personally for um, taking pictures of her playing tennis with her family on Christmas Eve. And while that never ended up going to full to court, um, it was definitely kind of the first instance where she was like, my privacy has been invaded and you're taking photos from a long ways away. Yeah, well, and that was the time when... I think people started to realize how serious the relationship, like that this yes. relationship was progressing because she was actually represented by Prince Charles's lawyers. Yes. And usually, I mean, I, I would say that like, he's not going to sanction his legal team to represent somebody who he's not interested in, you know, advancing oh, the interests of or possibly footing the bill for because mm-hmm. lawyers can be expensive. Yes. Similarly, there are rumors that Meghan Markle is now being represented by these same lawyers, mm-hmm. which again signals that she's, you know, they've got this one firm that represents the interests of the family and they're going to go, then they probably specialize in this invasion of privacy type of lawsuits. I don't know what the law specifically is in England. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's probably it's, similar. It's just about was it intrusive and was it obtained illegally? For right. example, like the photos of Kate doing tennis. Yeah. The, the paparazzi was said he was on a public road. Yeah. And so he was, because he did that, and he said that Kate actually waved at him and said Merry Christmas, and that was actually more Prince William wanted to sue to kind of start this process, because it was, like, the first case that he was like, okay, I think we actually have a legitimate chance here to, like, set a precedent. Right. But um, because he was at that public road, they ended up not, it wasn't as um, viable as, like, compared to this issue that they just settled in France, where it was like, 
yeah, this was definitely an invasion of privacy. She definitely didn't want you taking her picture. Her, she was topless. Right. Like, there's, I mean, because I'm trying to remember what I studied for the bar on this, and it mm-hmm. changes, but it, I think a lot of it is, you know, does a person have an ex- expectation of privacy where they are? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in something that's, like, visible from the road, no. But, like, if you're it, I mean... I don't know, like, even if you're inside and, like, mm-hmm. through a window. Now, if you're, like, pressed up against the window right. and somebody takes a picture <laughs> of you, like, you know, you can... Right. The person would be able to be like, no, but they were, like, obviously visible and they had to know that people could see them. But if you're, like, inside, like, and somebody's using a telephoto lens and, yes. you know, is 200 yards away or whatever crazy distance they it's were... It's not something they could see with the na- their naked eye. No. <laughs> Yeah, it's something that, again, it, you are like, ew, think about that happening to you. Right. Again, you know, we've all probably gotten incidentally in a million people's selfies by this point. Just yes. walking around <laughs> out in public and somebody's, like, trying to take make a duck face and you're in the background. But, you know, if you're on your back porch in the country far away from somewhere else, like, you're not expecting... Ooh incidentally to get caught no you don't pay like forty thousand dollars a week for a villa if if you think that privacy is going to be compromised right so uh, interesting and we'll see yeah if that sends kind of that message that um will and kate have you know strongly started saying for their own children and whatnot and see if it has any effect i i doubt it i think that sometimes the payoff is worth more than the payoff of publishing the photos is worth the the legal issues, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say like so. Yeah, the article. This is the Washington Post has an article on it. Um, like an a fine of fifty thousand euros. A lot of business, like a lot of newspapers, that's chump change, especially right. from the sales they can get. But also, you have to factor in that they have to pay for their own lawyers' time to mm-hmm. defend the claim. And then, I don't know, sometimes in cases, you can, if if it's ruled that you violated the law, you'll have to pay for the other side's attorneys as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case here, but right. if it did, that meant that would mean that in addition to this 50,000 uh, euro fine, they would have an additional bill on right. top of that to pay, which would make it a lot less you know, enticing. Yeah. And also showing that you are willing to sue over these breaches of privacy. I mean, it, it is kind of like a show of force, like, don't even try it, because if you do, we're going to sue you, and then you're automatically going to be sunk in these costs of trying to defend against mm-hmm. our lawsuit. And we have very expensive, skillful lawyers, and you don't want to mess with us. Again, another happy milestone event uh, occurred, which was Prince George's first day of school. We talked about this, and um, we were wondering whether there was going to be a photo call, and we now know that, of course, there was. Unfortunately, Kate uh, was too ill to attend, but we got Prince William with his son going to his first day of school, and he looked so cute. He did. He did. He looked very nervous, but... I think he has a healthy amount of skepticism. He was very (laughs) skeptical of everything. When the woman, the head teacher was introducing herself and he was like very solemnly shaking her hand like, yes, thank you. Why can't Lupo come with me? I would like my dog, please. Thank you. Yeah. And he was wearing his school uniform. I know. I know he'll finally be wearing shorts with all the other children. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That was his summer outfit. There's apparently a winter outfit. I'm sure that's pants. I would hope so because (laughs) it gets pretty chilly in England sometimes. And 
I wonder if he has a silly hat that's part of it. Oh a lot gosh. of I hope so. Like Will and Harry had a little yes. silly hat when they did some of their photo calls for school. Yeah. Because there's nothing more that English private schools love than silly hats and yeah. weird u arcane uniforms <laughs> and stuff. My favorite thing was that Clarence House tweeted out or Instagrammed out a photo of a side-by-side -side and it was one of the photos of Prince George and then it was a, a black and white photo of Prince Charles on one of his first days of school. And I don't know, he looks like he's maybe about seven or eight. Yeah, he's a little in the, bit older. A little bit older in the photo. And I, I like laugh because he, I think he is wearing a silly hat. Yes, in it. he is definitely. But still wearing like shorts and stuff. Yeah. And I laughed and my husband said, what? And I showed it to him and he goes, that is the most Charles looking Charles I've ever seen. <laughs> like he looks so much like himself, even as like a little boy. And I was like, yeah, he definitely does. So it. I would look up that photo Yeah, because it is really funny mm -hmm. and it's really it's cute yeah to see them side by side right yeah and um he'll be known as george cambridge okay so that's adorable yeah i like to always know because like for example like will and harry went by the name um like windsor oh did they or yeah. was it wales oh i think it was both i think when they were in the military they went by wales yeah i think when they were just like growing up yeah, I don't, I can't remember. You're probably right now that I'm talking this through. No, I think, well, because yeah. I think Windsor, I mean, the House of Windsor is the, the house, and then Wales, yeah. because I think you take the honor, the, like, location of the honorific of your parents. Mm -hmm. So, like, since their dad was the Prince of Wales, they mm -hmm. were Wales, and then yeah. since George's came like Cambridge. the Duke of Cambridge or Will and Kate are the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. I think that's how mm -hmm. it goes. Yeah. But I mean, there's a chance then that like your last name changes in, I mean, if God forbid well, the right. queen passes away and Charles ascends the throne and then William will become the Prince of Wales, mm -hmm. then he would become George right. Wales. So I don't know, maybe yeah. they did for- And like, and the weird thing is like, well, and William's last name has changed because, like, they've attended weddings where mm -hmm. they've been as William and Catherine Cambridge. Yes. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It's pretty complicated. I mean, you're <gasps> just always Prince William, you know, Yeah. Until these, you're not. <laughs> these titles, man, they are really confusing. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know. The only thing I know about them is, like, based on Downton Abbey and <laughs> just the, the royals. And I know that, like, people are dukes or princes right. and that's it or duchesses and princesses but yeah but he um he also i saw you you know that he's george cambridge because he has a nice little uh name tag sticker with a fire truck on it that oh, said so on his backpack that's so cute so that no one else accidentally takes it yeah it was a zoom it like again not yeah. a telephoto <laughs> lens but somebody took a photo and zoomed in right. you can see this little truck mm. and then also apparently his shoes i don't remember but his shoes are like a high from a high street like they're 40 pounds which yeah. for kids shoes i mean 40 pounds is still not cheap but they instantly sold out as yeah. soon as people figured out where they came where from. they came from mm -hmm. so and then i wanted to give a shout out to their yeah the person who greeted them uh her name's helen halsam because she was she was dressed very adorably and i feel yeah like she knew she was going to be meeting some important people that day not just you know normal parents but yeah i don't know that she i would wear that i mean i'm sure she looks really nice uh, yeah in her capacity as head teacher of a very posh school mm -hmm. i'm sure she you know has a lot of really smart dresses and yes. can dress well but she looked especially like she was going to 
have an audience with some yes. royals. And I mean, she was wearing two of Kate's more yeah popular brands: an LK Bennett dress and some Hobbs flats. So yeah, I, I and applaud her for doing her due diligence, or if she just already has a fabulous closet. Yeah, really, like Kate does. Right. I don't know. I mean, like, what if, though, with that, though, wouldn't you be worried? What if Kate showed up in the same thing? Right. I feel like they cleared that stuff, though. They're like, the Duchess of Cambridge will be wearing black or something like that. Yeah. Even though there has been some times where it's like, oh, are they kind of wearing the same thing? But, I mean, that's more at, like, like cocktail events. Yeah, or, like, when they are all wearing their same black coat for, like... uh, (laughs) For, like, Remembrance. Yeah, Remembrance Day. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, also, I think since William was wearing, like, khakis and a sport coat, he wasn't in a full suit. So I think if Kate had attended, she probably would have gone a little bit more casual, like, wearing some of her, like, nicer trousers. Like, not necessarily jeans, but worn something like that, or worn a more casual dress. Yeah, I could have seen her, like, in a skirt. Like, oh, she has sure. that cute J. Crew one that's got, like, the oh, shapes on it. Yeah. I don't know if that one, if that's helpful to anyone out there. But... Yeah, it's, like, blue and green. Or, yes. Yeah, and it's yes. white and, yeah, it's sold out in, like, two seconds yeah. after they announced. I feel like that would have been a good, like, oh, okay, we're going to go in and we're going to meet parents. And yeah. Here's my casual high street outfit. Right. For this event. Since yes. Look at I'm how sure... relatable I am. Because yes. uh, uh, Thomas Battersea's has social hours for parents. Ooh. So, um, to get, you know, as their children are learning to, you know, socialize with each other and make friends and stuff. So, that must be one. I would be super nervous about it as a normal parent. Yeah. In school. Because they're probably going to show up because they're, you know. They're trying, trying to be, you know, normal parents as much as possible. And, uh, yeah, I'd have to go buy, buy new clothes. Oh, so. for sure. Well, that's what I think. <laughs> she was like, Hi. She called like Herod's private line. Yes. And she like got um got through to their like senior buyer like or their head like personal shopper. Yeah. She's like, listen, I uh I'm I have this big thing and I'm gonna have my photo taken next to the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and Prince George. Like I have to look, you know, proper. I need to make sure nobody can say like, oh look at her in that skirt or look at what oh who's that lady, mm-hmm. you know. What's, what's her deal? So then they hooked her up with the person who's probably, you know, very knowledgeable about what Kate likes and doesn't right. like. She This person might have even known, like, oh, the Duchess uh, had looked at this dress and didn't purchase it, so she, I, she does not own it, and here you, you, can, you can buy it. I hope you continue to have many wonderful days as you learn so much about the world. Yeah. Make friends, Prince George. Um, exciting times also. Yeah. Crazy that he's that old. I know. And he's, uh, I think the school, it's a half day for now. He's going every day, Mm -hmm. but it starts out as like a half day program. And then in a few weeks, um, he'll move to full school days. And then Charlotte will either be really excited to have all the attention to herself (laughs) and be like taking over and really enjoying stretching her legs and being out from under the thumb of her bossy older brother, yeah. or she'll be um, wanting to go to school, too. Yeah. Which uh, they were talking about, they're not sure where she's going to enroll in preschool, mm-hmm. because George's preschool obviously is up in Norfolk, right. so since they've moved as a family, she would be attending a school in London, and then, assumedly, she could follow in his footsteps and attend right. Thomas's Battersea when she gets old enough, because it is a co-ed school. Right. So, well, I hope for now she's cuddling with mom. 
Yeah. Helping her feel better. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm imagining that now. I know. Is that not, like... If I were Kate, I would just be, like, laying in my, like, giant bed. Yeah. And wearing a f- the fluffiest, nicest bathrobe oh of all God, time. Yes. And just, like, have Charlotte in there for a while. And they just, like, lay in bed and watch Sesame Street or right. whatever the British equivalent is. Yes. Like, I forget the one show. What's the one show that's... I forget, but there was one that they were mentioning that George and Charlotte really Oh, like. gosh. Um, I can't remember it. It's one of... It's, it's like, broad appeal, though, right? Yeah. I forget, but... But anyway, and then Lupo gets up on the bed, even though he's not allowed, but yeah. because <laughs> nobody's looking, they are like, okay, fine. Yeah. And then they just, you know, eat toast and jam. Perfect. And then Kate's like, okay, go play... Go play with uh, Daddy now. Uh, Mom's got to take a nap. And right. then she gets to take a nap because she feels... Right. Feels a little she, sick. She deserves it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so since Kate was out, she was not able to go the first day of school. And then the next day, she had another event. It had been an embargoed event. Um, so we didn't know what it was, but we knew that originally Kate, Will, and Harry were supposed to attend. Um, what it ended up being was a Grenfell Towers event. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Will and Harry attended and, um, there they just announced that they were launching, it's called The Hub and it was going to be, um, a local kind of mental health center, um, using kind of the partners that they worked with, with their Heads Together campaign, um, to provide just like resources, whether or not you need, you know, mental health resources or any support for the families who were affected by the fire. Right. Um, so grief counseling, probably yes. long-term just mental health right. counseling. Probably offering services for, you know, little kids up to, you know, grown yeah, adults. For the entire family. Um, so they met, yeah, so they met with, you know, people who were survivors and everything. And then also made a stop at um, the local Muslim center since a lot of the people who live there are Muslim. So, yeah. So that was kind of their first kind of official engagement out together once um, it had been announced that... Kate was expecting, so she would have been there had she not been ill. Yes, alas. But um, they looked handsome. They always look handsome when they're out doing good, right. and i that's just my comment on right. that. they're good at it. Um, I think that brings us to the end of uh, what we were going to talk about for yeah. the, the shorter news. Right, it was a lot of news. I mean, they Kensington Palace said that um, it was like, I think it was a couple days before they announced that Kate... Um, was pregnant that that uh, Will, Kate, and Harry all have a very busy schedule of the fall events. So, well, yeah. I guess we'll kind of segue into the baby. The baby. Yee. So we've talked a bit about finding out the news and stuff, and I would just like to take a moment to gloat and say I oh. knew it. I knew <laughs> it. I knew Cambridge 3 was on the way. I may have gotten the timing slightly off, and I revised my statement because what I originally said was, again, I do not want to imply that I think Kate looked fat or anything, but she, I think, was told to, because she has, um, I can't pronounce it, the HG. Hypergamese, I can't say it either. I just say acute morning sickness. Acute morning sickness. I think she tried to put on a little bit of weight because she knew, most likely, once she got pregnant, she would you know, be not able to keep food down. And so then Mm -hmm. having a little extra to start with would be helpful. And so I'm sure that that's what was going on. 
I still think that she could be have been possibly pregnant when she was in Poland. I don't really think she was, though. Yeah. But. I just feel like it's every time, like, considering that the past two pregnancies, she definitely, and the dates she ended up giving birth was really consistent with her not being more than six or seven weeks pregnant. Right. Which is insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, um, so yeah, so it looks like Poland was a little bit of an aphrodisiac then right, in Germany. Yeah. Didn't, there was, all those pretzels. And... There was some tabloid that said something <laughs> like, um, it made like a pun on like Poland. It was like the Warsaw, like, like, a court, I, I've got to Google this or something. It was something <laughs> really funny, but like also weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was exciting to see that news. And what was the event she was supposed to do? That- so she was supposed to attend. Um, it was it was like Hornsey. Let's see. Hold on. I did write it down. Where did it go? Oh, here we go. So Kate was supposed to attend. Um, shit. Where'd it go? Oh, Hornsey Rhodes Children's Center. So it was another um, mental health kind of heads together event um, as the one of the um, charities that she, the queen is a patron of. Um, also does some services for them. So, yeah, so the that morning, Labor Day, September 4th, when they made the announcement, Labor Day in the United States, um, the, can- the event was canceled, and all the reporters were like, oh, like, what's going on? Because they hadn't announced that she was sick, and then about 30 minutes to an hour later, that's when they issued the news release saying, you know, the Duchess of Cambridge is expecting. expecting. Yes, and that obviously... As with her two other previous pregnancies, she has acute morning sickness, so she's not going to show up for her event today. It is canceled. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that's kind of where it went, and uh, we haven't seen Kate since. Her mom did arrive at Kensington Palace later that day. Yes. Um, hopefully to give her daughter some hugs and also ram- round up the children. Yeah, I was going to say, entertain the children and right. say, hey, why don't you climb, climb on drama for, right. for a little bit? And when, Mom is barfing right now? Yeah. Like, not cool. Why don't we make, why don't we make mom some nice dry toast? Yeah. Like, let's, let's go to, because to, I'm imagining, again, that they live in this quaint, like, early turn of the, cent, la, turn of the last century <laughs> British house where they, like, have, like, toasting forks and they, like, actually, or, like, they live in Hogwarts. Right. Where they, like, actually <laughs> toast things in, by sticking them on a thing and putting it in fire. And it's like, yeah, why don't you do this? Let's, let's go do that yeah. and be nice to mom and let her take a little bit of a nap. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> thank you. She's like, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we don't know when we'll see Kate next. Um, with her previous pregnancies, she's usually out for at least a month. Yeah. Um, for example, when she was pregnant with George, she came back 10 days after she had been released from the hospital and did an ESPN, like, uh, event. Okay. And she was only there for about 45 minutes. Like, yeah. she literally handed the award off and was like, cool, congrats. And then, like, was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. So. I don't blame her at all. I think, no. you know... Seeing her, it's so impressive to have seen her now that we know that about at the Diana event because, mm-hmm. like I said, she looked great. There was no right. suspicion that she was not feeling 100%. And, but you know, she was probably just like really, well, really just like had to psych herself up and really. I mean, imagine it's something that's like such a sad but important day and her absence would be noticed. Right. And, 
to announce the news on that particular day is just kind of a no-go because they don't want to overshadow it. And so she really is like, okay, I have to, I have to go. Right. And she looks great and she did a great job of yeah. hiding it. But after that, that's exhausting in itself is right. pretending you're feeling okay when you're not. Right. And so I don't blame her for then just yeah. wanting to be, um, and I, there are rumors that she may have spent a night right. in a hospital. I, I mean, don't, they're not really that founded. They were, it's just that that magazine happened to just like that particular week. They happened to get it right. It's kind of like how I was like. Us Weekly had a note that she was pregnant. Yeah. Like the day before. And it was like, good job for once. Or like, you say this every week. You got it right this week. Yeah. Like, or OK Magazine supposedly called the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt divorce because yeah. they were like trouble in paradise. But yeah. they had done like 80 covers like right. that about the exact same two people, which, you know, was not all obviously true a lot of the times and then it just happened to be that they announced their divorce like yeah. a week that okay magazine had done that and it was like whoa okay again it's stop clock is right, right. twice a day kind of thing <laughs> um i don't know and also i think that with the first pregnancy the reason she spent time in the hospital is i don't think that they knew oh, for sure. ahead of time that this was going to happen and so i think the her illness progressed to a point where they really needed to be on site at like a hospital with facilities. Mm -hmm. And this time I think that her, both of her new pregnancies, so Charlotte and this new baby, mm -hmm. I think were pretty well planned or pretty well, like they knew they would be trying to right. get pregnant at this time. And so I think that they ahead of time probably have, they probably have a person who can show up and give her IV fluids they have a facility specifically for this that they can kind of and get their ducks in a row right. <laughs> so that she doesn't get dehydrated. Cause I wouldn't be surprised if that's what really oh, caused her absolutely. to have to be hospitalized last time. Um, and now they just know what kind of steps they need to prevention, preventative steps they need to take so that she doesn't have to get admitted to an actual right. hospital facility again, because like I said, they probably went to Costco and bought a million gallons of Pedialyte, which, it's like a freaking lifesaver. It is. Like, you can <laughs> From speak personal experience, I have never had what Kate has, but morning sickness, like, just drink, just, I honestly, I drink Powerade and Pedialyte, and, and it just, like, makes you feel so good. You know. I never knew sugar water would taste so good. I, I knew it because one time <laughs> on my birthday, Caitlin was like, hey, let's go out to, um, let's go, I want to take you out, let's go out to dinner, and I was like, great, let's go to a pizza place. And then she picked me up, and I was so hungover from my birthday party the night before um, that I had had with my law school friends that I was like, can we go to the Walgreens that's across the street from here and get... I just went in and bought two things of great Pedialyte and <laughs> just, like, drank one in the car. <laughs> and guess what? It helps. Yeah, it really it does, does help. Yeah. And I like the grape flavor. That's good. So that's my PSA, but... Yeah, having that on hand and, and just knowing that this is going to be happening, I think is... Knowing is half the battle. Right. You're not going to think that it's a, that it might just be normal, more normal morning sickness when it's really this acute morning right. sickness, which can be really right. dangerous if yeah. you don't know what you're dealing with. Yeah. So it's more of a, when is this going to happen and not, is it going to happen for them? So they're prepared, which is good because the first time, yeah, they had no idea because you're not expecting that when you get pregnant that you're just going to be so sick well yeah and I mean, you and like trying to figure out what's wrong with you she might even like the first time we don't even know if she knew she was pregnant yet like yeah or she might have known because i mean you can find out you know 
pretty early. Pretty early. What is days. it like? The clear blue tells you five days earlier. Yeah. Whatever. You know. So who knows? But hopefully she's feeling better. And I've been. I've read that it gets worse with each pregnancy. Oh so. no. I was hoping yeah. it was the other way around. Yeah. So, like, for example, with George, you know, she was back after 10 days. But with Charlotte, she was gone for almost two and a half months. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever she needs to do to feel better. There's There was talk that they might possibly do a fall tour. Okay. And um, it might be another one of those EU, you know. Goodwill um, ambassador. Good, exactly. So they might have been going somewhere in Scandinavia. Okay. Which would be really cool because you'd get... Several royals from there, but yeah, we'll we'll see if well, and they would have had goes. they would have had to schedule it sooner rather than later because in the winter, not much light up there. Yeah, it's not a very fun place to <laughs> be. In um, I mean, when did I go to Norway? What time? I think I went to Norway. I think it was October, uh, or maybe it was late October, but or early November. But and yeah, it got dark at like four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, here in Minnesota, it gets dark at four o'clock, like, in the worst of it. Like, right. at the winter solstice. And so, and it's not fun to be around. It's not fun to sightsee mm-hmm. or anything. <laughs> Though I suppose, like, northern lights exist. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm sure they've started to work on it, so. We'll see. Depending upon how all goes. But most important is that everyone stays healthy. Yes. And gets plenty of rest. Yes. <laughs> So, I mean, our reactions were pretty enthusiastic. It also yeah. seemed like there were some good reactions around uh, the internet as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, mostly, and like, this is mo- might be just my heightened hormones, but like, um, Prince Charles and um, Camilla, they posted something about being oh, they, excited about it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think they, they posted a that. wedding photo of Will and Kate and just like, how excited they were and... I just, like, that made me kind of cry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're just, just like, excited. Oh, right. Charles likes being a granddad. Yeah. I think it's, I think a lot of parents who wish they could have been more involved in their children's lives and for whatever reason couldn't because mm-hmm. of their own, I mean, just having a lot of work, some yeah. of them having a lot of emotional baggage. I don't want to project which is the case, but, yeah. like, you know, just, or especially, you know, also, when people are like divorced, and yeah. there's kind of it's kind of hard to do that. They real a lot of people really like the grandkid, grandparent relationship, and I mean I don't blame them because it's always like being the it's all similar to being like the fun aunt right. or fun uncle <laughs> because you get to just hang out with the kid and then be like oh you're oh you're screaming like here you go like hey. go back to go back to your mom right that kind of thing, um, and you just get to have a lot of fun with that but that's cute yeah and then the other ones we're just talking about yeah like oh she's having a third baby and i knew it and that kind of stuff just because there had been some speculation yeah just since there's always speculation about whether or not she's having a baby it just seemed like you were were saying there just there was a lot of signs that yeah this was happening and they were trying to get pregnant and yeah so the the evidence i think is one that it's pretty well known that I don't know how it how this got out, but it's pretty well recognized that Kate and Will wanted to have three kids. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Kate comes from a family of three, so she likes that, and I think Will is on board. So there's that number one. Number two is she's made a few offhand comments about having more kids, yes. 
Um, most recently on the Poland trip when somebody gave her a little stuffed animal baby toy. And she said, oh, we'll just have to have more kids then, which, you know, we all freaked right. out about. Then there's also, you know, that photo from Trooping the Color where Prince Philip looks absolutely delighted at something Kate just told him. Now, I don't think she obviously wasn't pregnant then, or I don't think she was based yeah. on the timeline of these things. But I do think there's a possibility he asked her, like, oh, you know, what's going on with you? And she might have said, we're gonna, we're trying for another yes. kid now. Like, which that I think would also make him really happy yeah. just to say, like, we're trying to have another kid. So he's being enthusiastic about that. So, you know, I think that there were a lot of signs that that was something that was going to happen. For sure. Yay. Yay. So we can't so wait. Um, I mean, do you like, think, oh, oh we're talk about sex. I was going to say, do you think it's going to be a boy or a girl? I think it's a girl. I just, I don't know. I get this like feeling that yeah, we have another girl on our way, but I don't know. Yeah. Obviously. Well, what do you think? I mean, Kate hasn't called. No, no. <laughs> Kate hasn't know. called and doesn't know and stuff. And I don't know. Did they find out the sex of the babies? No, they didn't. They didn't. At least they said they didn't find out. Which, I mean, and a lot of people, famous people will say, oh, we didn't find out, even though they they do Dude, know. They just right. don't want the world to know. And yeah. then something might happen with, like, um, Serena Williams, where Venus accidentally right. let slip that it was a baby girl. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they might just say, we're not going to find out because we don't want... You don't I mean, want it to slip out, because you're just talking, and you're just like... Oh, our daughter. Yeah. Or like, or our son. Or she's going to be great, or he's yeah. going to be great. And people then just think, oh, it's that. Right. Which usually, you know, because until then, you just call it the baby or mm -hmm. it. <laughs> right. And I mean, this could be, like, for example, they do say, like, a lot of times when you're having a girl, your morning sickness is worse. So oh. you're, 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 so her morning sickness might have been worse with Charlotte. And she was out a lot longer with Charlotte because she was having a girl. So. Who knows? I mean, happy baby, healthy baby. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, and so the baby is possibly due, I mean, in late April, early May. That's the... Right. So she announced for Charlotte, she announced on September 8th that she had been, that they were expecting. Okay. When Charlotte was born and then she was born early May. So if this is a few days before, it's probably a similar timeline if she's at the same point in her pregnancy as she was with Charlotte, which is likely because it's, uh, this type of morning sickness generally starts at four to six weeks. Yeah. So. Okay. So we can expect a little spring babe. Yay. So yeah, whether or not they do. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see will they do the, um, you know, stake out at the hospital again. Will they do that? Walk down the stairs, you know, I think they probably I will. I think they will. I think it would be weird to, like, not deny your child that, but, like, just be like, third time, whatever. Yeah. And I, I think she's so used to it now that she's just like, let's give them that photo call, like. Right. And just be like, oh, sorry, Jimmy, you don't get that. We didn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that the, you know, they'll put the placard in the courtyard of Buckingham Palace yeah. like they did for the other two. And so I think that they'll, they, I, I don't think it's too likely that they'll break with tradition for this. Mm -mm. And so that's exciting. Yeah. And do you have any thoughts on what names? Um, I was looking at a few and I kind of liked, I had to say I liked Caroline. Oh, Caroline. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. That was what oh. I had heard. That, that is that would less... be a, a tribute to Carol. Yeah. But, you know, similar, but not the same. Right. Um, I just liked that name. I don't know if it's really a contender, but 
Yeah, the betting shops that are always like, what's it going to be? They always say like, I think it was for a girl, Alice is at the top. Yeah. And that one's always been at the top yeah, for the, the other one. royal babies um, before we knew that right. George was a boy. Um, and with Charlotte's every Philip's mother. Too. Right. And it's more of a traditional, I mean, they don't usually go too out of left field with mm -hmm. names unless it happens to be a relative. Um, but Alice is pretty, you know, non controversial, mm -hmm. I'd say. And then for boys, they said that like Frederick was up there and oh. then, uh, the fug girls were like, Oh, we take, <laughs> we, we, t it's our thing because their Prince Harry analog is named Freddie, and yeah. so they're like, yay, if there's a Prince Frederick, we totally called it. Oh, it'd be so cute. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. Because, I mean, assumedly, it's not going to be named any of the, the baby isn't going to be named any of the middle names of George or any of the names right. of Charlotte, so. Yeah, so that cuts out several names. Yeah. Yeah, because Elizabeth could be, it would be an appropriate time to to name a baby Elizabeth. Elizabeth. But yeah, I guess we'll we'll see. And we have many months to speculate. So. Yes. Yay. We'll see how the... Or maybe they're going to name their kid Aiden. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be modern royals. So, yeah. yeah um, I think that's all I have on baby, baby Cambridge number three. I do, too. I have one last PSA, okay. which is that I want your baby to marry this baby, oh, depending yeah, on how their hearts are at that time right. but we i'm i'm pretty sure that your baby is going to travel to england in about 20 i think they're gonna three just, years yeah I, I'm, I'm imagining like i should even just paul and i should move early yeah you should you and then see but now they'll then they don't have then they don't have to then i won't have the issue of being like Oh, she just moved there to capture his no, heart. And then no. I'll just be known as... Because the podcast, I'm saying the podcast <laughs> is going to refute that because then you're going to yeah. be worse than Carol Middleton and all these yeah. pop things. They're going to say, she had a podcast. She's been angling for this since what, before the baby was born. And then I'm we'll so have ready. to destroy this. I know you are. You'd be great at it. That's why I want it to happen. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, so we'll see. I did wake up Paul like when I <laughs> when I was in when we were in New York. And I was like, Paul, it's Polly. I was like, I was like, Catherine's pregnant because I have to call him her Catherine, right? Or like, because again, the confusion, right? Because right, you know we have this, a similar name, and he was like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, baby. And he was like, okay, bye. And, and then, then I, I just like. I texted you, yeah. stop being unsupportive about your child's future, yeah. Paul. You're just get, the baby's going to marry this. Right. It's going to be amazing. Oh, so, Or at least become BFF. Yeah. Either or. I don't care. I will take either. As yeah. long as, you know, play dates. Mm -hmm. I have mimosas with Kate. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, moving on to the other big yeah. news of the week, which was, as we said, hot off the heels of this announcement. Yeah was Megan on the cover of Vanity Fair. And yeah. I will tell you about the time I have had. I don't know when this comes out on newsstands. Yeah. Is it I, out now? I don't, I feel like it's got to be soon because I haven't been, I don't, I, I usually don't go check magazine racks, but I was planning to go check a Barnes and Noble since I always know they always have like yeah. things. Well, today at lunch, 
in knowing that we were going to be recording this, I kind of want to get my hands on a paper copy. I've read yeah. the online one, but mm -hmm. I wanted to just have it and look at the pictures, you know, in person and everything. Right. And it's and, a U.S. magazine, too, which, like, when Kate posts for British Vogue, yeah, I ha I could not find it anywhere. And once I did find it online, it was super expensive. Right. It was, it's like, like, $50. Yeah. And so I looked online to see, like, when does it come out on newsstands? Because they mm -hmm. always come out, like, a month early, yeah. it seems to me. Right. Or at least, you know, the... It'll always come out, like, the September issues always come out in August. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, it's got to come out here sometime. So I went to Target last weekend and saw the last Vanity Fair was there. This is, like, one that I have to drive to. And it had Angelina Jolie on the cover. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, it's not yeah. out yet. So then today, knowing we were going to be recording, I went to uh, the Target in downtown Minneapolis on my lunch break. And they don't sell magazines anymore. Dang it. Like, literally, no, not, I mean, there's, there's tablets, there's, like, in touch and Right, like, at the, at the checkout aisles. Yeah. Right. And so, I go and look, they just recently remodeled it, so maybe, I was like, maybe I just am completely missing where this is. Mm -hmm. So, I walk around, it's a two-story one, and so I go up and down the stairs, I've walked around twice, both floors, and can't find anything except for a few of these weekly tabloids at the checkout counter and I finally find somebody and I'm like hey where's your magazine do you have a magazine section they're like no we got rid of it during the remodel and I was like oh that thank you that's great no. great news I went to Walgreens also just had daily weekly tabloids nothing there I went to like all of the little convenience stores that are in the Gosh, you were buildings the downtown prowl. I well I mean I was also like you know I want to get walk go out and walk around a little bit right. today but it was really frustrating that yeah. zero places there sell magazines anymore. Yeah, well, we'll have to look it up. I bet it hasn't come out yet. Because, like, I feel like there's still, you're still supposed to be, like, waiting. Like, I feel like maybe soon you'll see it. Like, maybe, like, on the 15th or something. I'm trying to remember when they always announce, like, you know, the September issue. Yeah. It comes out. But I can't remember when that was. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking, though. But I'm afraid, though, I think it's going to sell out. I, I oh, have a feeling that feel. people are going to be going crazy for it. And mm -hmm. so I have a, I'm worried that I'm going to miss it. And then I'm going to only be able to get it if I pay, like, 50 bucks on eBay. And I don't want to pay 50 bucks for it. Right. I just want to hold it and put it in my weird nostalgic newspaper collection. <laughs> which, you know, I eventually... Before I don't know she what. was a princess. Yeah, exactly. Well, talking about just the what's on the cover... Yeah. So, the text on the cover that's related to her, they make it a lot about Harry. Like, yes. her name is, you know, quite visible. It's not tiny, but bigger than that is. She's just wild about Harry on there. <laughs> Which, I mean, and a lot of magazines do this, where they, they make it look like it's going to be what the story's about. And yeah. she does talk about Harry, but not exclusively. They, I mean, like any cover, you want to sell. Yeah, exactly. And obviously we're very interested in their love. Yeah. Um, she looks absolutely amazing on the cover. She's wearing a very, like, no makeup look. Mm -hmm. You can see her freckles, which, um, you know, there's sometimes... It's hard for people with freckles to get good, like, makeup because, you know, it's got to be somehow both sheer and have coverage because you want to, mm -hmm. like, cover up... Anything you want to cover up, yeah, it's, it's or just uneven skin tone or whatever, but you want to leave the freckles out. Um, so that's hard, but 
she looks absolutely beautiful. Her, I, I just can't, I'm just. Yeah, I thought it was a really good cover because I, I think there's a lot of ways you could have, you could have put her like in a ball gown. You could have made it seem like really regal. And I, I was really happy to see it was kind of fresh faced and yeah. just like, here's her face, not like, here's the lifestyle that we're trying to, you know, allude to that she might be headed towards. So I appreciated that they didn't do that because they do have a photo of her in a ball gown that they could have easily put as the cover. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at that photo right now. So looking at the cover, so I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm, now I'm on Vanity Fair's website. So if you haven't read this, or if you want to follow along with our discussion, um, it's on their website, which is nice because mm -hmm. some it's not paywalled as right. far as I know. Um, and um, it's also on there, it says, the bitter tears of Jared and Ivanka, which I don't know what that story is about, but it sounds interesting. She, I don't know, it's just really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I thought it was a really well done cover. And I think looking at, you know, besides Vogue, there's not a lot of um, magazines that would, I think, do this type of coverage as tastefully. And I felt like the photos, at least of the, of the, for this article were done really well. And I think showcased a lot of her, her, her natural beauty. And obviously she obviously has a very nice figure and great hair and yeah, all that. Well, I think that what's really good about Vanity Fair is that the Royals have a little bit of a relationship with them, uh, with the, the publication. They've done several photos. So that was the iconic Diana photo mm -hmm. of her black and white shot, yep. um, looking kind of similarly, just fresh faced yes. and gorgeous. And, and again, more like a girl next door ish a little bit. I mean, mm -hmm. stunningly beautiful, yes. but not done up or overdone or too um, like not frilly, but too fussy, yeah. I guess is more what I would say. Mm -hmm. And also it's, I, so I think that they have this level of trust with that publication. Like they know that they're not going to twist her words around and make it sound scandalous. If mm -hmm. you know, they're not going to really do much more that makes it tabloidy other than just put Harry's name really big on the cover. Right. <laughs> and, um, they also aren't going to, like, make her look, I don't know. Like, it's not going to be, it's a different publication from, like, Cosmo. Okay. Right. I had nothing against Cosmo. Read it all the time when I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> but the, there's a, there's a total difference between how people are framed in the publications. Like, if you think of any Cosmo cover of the last five years, it's always, you know, a female celebrity who's like posing looking right. sassy and like they're bent hair, over a little bit. Yeah, they're bent over a little bit, but their hair looks amazing. It's like yeah. glowing and a like high speed fan and everything. And they are just loving life. But the, and they're wearing like the brightest colors out there. And it's just really like, I mean, it's supposed yeah. to be for women in their 20s. It's really for like 17 for and 18 sure. year olds and very early college students, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so this one, they do, they let her wear a ball gown, but pose with uh, barefoot. And also she's smile. like the thing I really like is mm -hmm. that she's smiling in all of these photos. Mm -hmm. Like they're not making her do like the serious model pose right. type thing. She's not, they're letting her, I don't know, present she's herself as genuine, you know, yeah. like it's not, yeah, it really isn't the over processed look, which I feel like whenever I look at Vanity Fair, it's either like a very artistic 
mm-hmm. like whenever they do like their Oscars issue or whatnot, where it's like you know all those all the celebrities and they're all extremely posed and everything. Yeah. I felt like this was a lot more natural. Yeah, which I would hope because I feel like that's the sense I get from her is that she's very laid back and this they're doing a good job at showing that she's laid back. Yeah, and convincing me that she is. Do yeah. we want to go over kind of some some highlights from yeah. the story? Lay them on me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, right off the bat, I mean, when the um, the journalist enters uh, Markle's home, he oh, asks yeah. what she's wearing, or she asks. I forget if it was a. I think it was a female. Sam Kashner. Okay. So that not is sure. not as clear cut because yeah. Sam is a... Anyways, when the journalist asks um, Megan what she's wearing, she says she's wearing Erdem, and then she goes, but. I've been wearing it for years. Um, yeah. Erdem, a designer I've been wearing for years. Yes. And, uh, which was a good choice to say, um, not only because it is a Canadian brand, but also um, because it's a favorite of Kate's. And she obviously wanted to show, yeah, I wear similar things and brands, but I've, I've been wearing it long before Harry was part yeah. of my life. <laughs> this isn't something that I got foisted into because I'm dating this guy, I'm yeah. n- I'm not like the the palace isn't doesn't have a template for the acceptable spouses of their, um, you know, princes mm-hmm. that we all have to fit into the same mold. It's like, oh right. no, I just happen to like this brand, right? And I've been wearing it for for several years. It just is a coincidence, right? But it also, it's something that you know. In the subtext is Kate and I love to talk about it, right? So. I get to read. I'm going. I can't wait to raid her closet next time oh I'm in England. Gosh. I liked that she was. Um, she greeted the reporter with her rescue dogs, Bogart and Guy, yeah. wagging their tails beside her. And when I back when like I didn't follow her on Instagram mm-hmm. until the election day when the press release right. went out. Then I instantly followed her, and then now she doesn't post ever. I don't no. even know if it's still active. But she, the things that I did like doing, I was a creep and scrolled way yes. back into her feed. And so I got to see a lot of pictures of her dogs. They're very cute. And that's all I can really rescues. say about them. They're rescues and they are, uh, they're dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so the, before we get too into this, I will say that the Fug girls have done a very in-depth analysis of pretty much word, like paragraph by paragraph of mm-hmm. what everything in this, article means and kind of how it how the PR machine of the royal family is you know positioning Megan and so they had you know kind of similar thoughts about the Erdem dress and then this next paragraph where she talks about she prepared a lunch of organic greens a crusty crusty bread to be dipped in olive oil and pasta tossed with uh, chilies bought from a little place called Taroni which they have in LA and in Toronto I mean, again, anytime you're mentioning that, like, a woman who's very famous as an actress, it's like, look, she eats carbs. She's one of us. She's so relatable. And I think that that's a, I mean, I'm not doubting that she eats carbs, but it's also just kind of a funny, like, thing I think that is included in a lot of celebrity profiles. It's like, it's like those tabloid things, stars, they're just like us, which, like, (laughs) no, they're not. I mean, I guess they're just like us in that they, like, have to walk from room to room. Yeah. They don't have anyone to carry them, unless they're Ariana Grande back a few years ago. Right. But, like, you know, it's like, um... Well, that reminds me of, like, one of my favorite Instagram accounts. I don't even know if it's 
active anymore, but they, it's like, you didn't eat that. And oh, it shows, yes. like, models, like, their face just, like, devouring Hovering. a burger or, like, licking an ice cream cone. Or, no, like, like, sticking their tongue yeah, out and not touching, touching it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it is. Right. It's like, you're not eating that Krispy Kreme hamburger. No. Like, the, the cheeseburger with yeah. Krispy Kreme's for months. <laughs> you're not doing it. We all know this. Let, let, right. Let's that bite stop. was probably done by one of the photographer's assistants. Yeah. <laughs> or a pair of fake teeth that they yeah. have that, like, takes the perfect bite out of something. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I mean, anything that's curated, like, any food advertisement, it's mm. not really the best. Like, everything has to be edible. Right. But it doesn't mean it's going to taste good. Yeah. Because law, the law requires, like, you can't have a plastic cheeseburger in your ad. But you definitely can have, like, a person who's misting the patty yes. with the correct amount of, like... Sheen. McDonald's, like, I don't really, like, I like McDonald's. I don't eat there a lot because, you know, it's, you know, not good for you, but they really do, their advertising really is, is impeccable, is great. Yeah, it makes you want to eat a cheeseburger. Yeah, it does. Even though I'm like, I shouldn't eat that because I don't even know what's in it, and. Yeah. I don't know. I can eat somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love a McDonald's stop when I'm, like, starving and there's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's also, like, my go-to place for, yeah, when I'm starving and there's a bunch of fast food, I'll go yeah. there before. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Taco Bell. No. I, I, I only Taco eat, Bell in a while. <laughs> I only eat the caramel apple empanadas because I say that the deep fryer kills anything there. <laughs> and, I mean, also, it's pretty much like a hot apple pie at right. McDonald's, which those aren't that great. But this is, like, oh, it's so much better, so much better because it's deep fried. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's my PSA. Yeah. But um, back to Megan. Back to Megan. But again, she's she's being seen. She's positioning herself as like a normal, more normal right. person. Again, she's got dogs. She eats carbs. She may wear designer clothes, but like she's been doing it for years. Right. It's not a sudden development. Um, she's she's survived Canadian winters, which I mean, respect. They're not easy. Yeah. She grew up in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And that just reminds me, like, my roommate in college, freshman year, I went to school in Chicago, and my roommate, we were talking online before we met, and she was from Orange County, California, and she was like, what do I, what do I bring? I've never been, like, I've never been where it snows, except for, like, up in the mountains. And my advice was just, like, there's nothing as, there's no such thing as too warm of a coat. I was like, if you get a coat that resembles a full-length sleeping bag that you're Uh wearing, it doesn't, like, that's fine. You do not have to worry about looking cute. You want a coat that is as long as you need it to be to keep you warm because, yeah. Especially when you're a college student and you don't have a car and you're walking or waiting for buses everywhere. But... Yeah, I can imagine. It was a cult. It was still shocking to my roommate, though, when the winter first showed yeah. up. Like, you just aren't, if you're not used to you're it. You're just not prepared for what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. Until you feel it. So, I mean, props to Megan for, for making it happen up there. And um, she, again. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of a recurring theme is talking about how she's her own person. Yeah. You know, she. She wears the brand. She wears the brand she wears because she likes them. She cooks what she likes because she knows it's good for her and she enjoys cooking. When asked about her relationship with Harry, you know, she talks about how she's still the same person and she's not going to be defined by her relationship. And so I thought that was just kind of a. You've never heard a royal girlf- girlfriend talk that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of me, and I'm not, I'm doing my best to not compare Megan and Kate. Yeah. But it's absolutely. just that. I don't, and I'm not comparing them as individuals. I'm just comparing the, the 
kind of how the treatment of them mm-hmm. as these royal girlfriends. And I have to imagine if I were Kate, I'd be pissed that Megan gets these things that she didn't like. I mean, I mean, yeah. pissed not at Megan or not right. at anything, but just kind of like at the right. at the world. Like it's just unfair. Like right, because she had to spend all that time, you know, just being quiet. Because I mean, it was never really guaranteed that you know she and will were gonna get married you know like they were still they were so young yeah and william had said oh i'm not getting married to at least you know my late 20s at least you know right because he's a young man right that's a thing but yeah Yeah. and like and also that kate like people had never heard kate talk before Mm -hmm. before they had the sit down engagement interview i mean well people who had met her but like (laughs) the general public yeah the general public (laughs) hadn't done it and you know, building up, I think Kate had to work really hard to build up her own personality, mm-hmm. you know, as a member of the firm. And I think she's still kind of taking the long road to get there. A lot of the, what we know about her is just very minor details, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. we know a little bit about her upbringing and, like, her family. But, like, of her personal interests, like, what kind of music does she like? Right. What kind of books does she read? Does she like reading... Um, you know, like romance novels. Does she like reading uh, mystery novels? Mm-hmm. What's her favorite shows to binge watch? Like, right. what is her real taste in clothes like? <laughs> right. She's definitely not as, she's not relatable. Like, Kate's not as relatable in that sense. Yeah. Like, she's relatable in that, like, she's that, you know, she grew up not in the aristocracy. Yeah. But, still quite in a wealthy but yes. family, but like, yeah, not, not in. Right. And you try to get. I mean, you get those levels of relatability when, you know, she wears jeans and a Breton stripe or, yeah. or, you know, she brings her kids to the museum yeah, or like she, her athleticism, you know, that kind right. of stuff, you know, makes her seem more approachable, but right. She's, she's, she also is more reserved as a person. It's just not her personality versus Megan, who's, I wouldn't say she's outgoing in any sense, but she's certainly, she's a celebrity. Right. Well, but it just kind of also makes me wonder, like, would Kate have had been more outspoken if she had been given the opportunity mm-hmm. to, though? Because I think Kate realized that she loved William when they were in right. their early when they were in their early 20s right. and marriage was still far off for both of them. Mm-hmm. I think she realized, like, I love this man a lot. I don't want to lose him. And I know that one of the things that would contribute to a lot, putting a lot of pressure on this relationship would be if, you know, you feed the beast. Right. And I don't want to do that. And so, you know what? What's more important to me is keeping my relationship, you know, healthy rather than going out there and proclaiming certain things. And so I think, like, and also she didn't really have the platform. I guess if she had gone out there and said something, people would have been like, oh, look at her. She's just dating the prince to get famous, which people already said about Megan. Right. But... But Megan, at least in this story, it wasn't just... Even though this story is mostly just... I'm dating Prince Harry. Yeah. That it was also supposed to, I mean, they do interview her co-stars from Suits and it's supposed to be the reason why it's because she, you know, Suits was having their hundredth episode and that's, you know, supposed to be why she got the interview. But the front page or the front cover of a magazine. For a hundredth episode of a a show that's not like Friends, you know? Yeah. Like it's it's a successful show-ish, but it's not, it's not a cultural juggernaut. It's not, um... I don't know, yeah. I'm trying to think of an example, yeah. and I'm blanking now. Right. It's um, not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. But even then, yeah. none of those people get covers of Vanity Fair. Not really, no. And they, Maybe together, but... Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think it's also, there's different expectations. Like Kate and William, you know, William is the heir to the throne. There's a very different perception and worldly, you know, a personality that they need to be putting out there. One of, you know, duty and service versus Harry is now so far removed from succeeding of succession. Yeah. And because Megan is, you know, already a celebrity, it would seem weird if she just completely disappeared. Yeah, which she has been scaling back a lot. Yes. But I think that it's, uh, it's still, and I guess I also feel bad for William, too, because because the the role kind of forced them to do this. And that's, I guess I'm not, I'm not saying that it's anyone's fault. Like, I can't point at one person and say it's your fault that Kate couldn't walk out in a pair of sweatpants, you know, for the entirety of her 20s. Like, I just, I wish I could, she could just live or, you know, Mm -hmm. like, express an opinion on something that's somewhat, I don't know, shows more, it doesn't have to be controversial opinion. It just has to be something that shows like what she likes and Mm -hmm. like, what's her favorite food? Do we know that? No. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, I'm sure we know that what Megan likes because she, yeah, she writes about food. Right. Exactly. And we could never get onto her website again. The tip. Probably not. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, there, there are definitely comparisons to be made to an extent because they are, I mean, Will and Harry are siblings, and their lives are under a microscope. Yeah. But yes, they definitely had, also, um, Megan and Harry have, they're a lot older now. They, yeah. they know, they know what they're getting themselves into. They know, right, this wasn't a, just something that Megan did. It was definitely approved for a reason. Yeah. Oh, but I'll, as an aside, so yeah. I thought of something. So back to Kate's pregnancy. You know, talking about how Harry's moving further down the line of succession. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is that with this new third baby, Cambridge, um, Andrew, Prince Andrew, is yeah. now doesn't need the Queen's approval. So everyone's like, ooh, is he going <gasps> to re- get remarried to Fergie? Because they, like, have been living right. together. And by a lot of accounts, they uh, are very much in love mm-hmm. again and would like to retie the knot. But apparently Prince Philip hates Fergie <laughs> and is kind of like... No, and so people have been joking, or not maybe not joking, maybe dead serious, saying that as soon as Philip oh, passes, right. their Andrew and Fergie will get remarried. Right. Or, but now with this third, you know, this new person in line for the throne, that's the other thing is yeah. that the queen wouldn't have to approve it, and I'm pretty sure the queen would be like, no, no, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna indirectly murder my husband by like giving you approval to marry right. this woman who he doesn't like. Again, this is all rumors and stuff. Oh, for but sure. That I thought was really funny and intriguing because my first thought when the baby was, "Ooh, where does that put um, like who needs approval from mm-hmm. the queen? Who? How does that shift yeah. around?" And so that was the person that doesn't need approval yeah. anymore once the baby's born. Well, anyway. I hope the queen, even if whether or not this is true, but I hope she's just like, you know what? I'm too old to care about what my middle-aged son is doing. Like, yeah. Yeah. If he's happy, cool. Like, I already have had to deal with enough divorces and... Well, of these two people. (laughs) Yeah. We're divorced already. Like, I I can handle it if it would happen again. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's also... I think the Queen has really... And this is relevant to Harry and Meghan Mm -hmm. because on paper, Meghan, in a lot of respects, is a great royal bride candidate. But on a lot of other respects and the more traditionalist things, and the fact that just saying that she's been married before and is divorced... She doesn't fall into that category of, you know, who 
you would think of when you yes. think of a tr- typical British, you know, bride right. for a royal. And so I think the queen, though, really loves her grandkids, like really loves them. Mm-hmm. And also I think she's always kind of been pushing against this because, you know, especially she's been through so much turmoil with her very her kids and their varying successful marriages and her sister and all of this stuff. And she just wants people to be happy at this point. Right. And yeah, at this point, again, like a lot of the times the, when people got into these like not unhappy marriages or marriages that ended in divorce, it was because they were young and they felt pressure to kind of pick a person who fit the, the mold mm-hmm. of this um, suitable well, I think spouse. Yeah, I and think it was like they're from at least like Elizabeth's generation. More women fulfilled that that role or had those basic qualities. But you know, obviously times change and there became less women. <laughs> yeah, you mean fewer, fewer virgins. Vir- who are fewer just virgins. Hang- well, but like also just fewer, fewer tidy women. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, but like just also um, I don't know. Just looking. I mean, just re- recognizing that. Yeah, being in love with somebody. And once you've... I can understand them, again, putting a stop to things when, you like, people are in their early 20s. Because a lot of times, you know, you're still growing and learning and trying to figure yourselves out. There's nothing wrong with continuing to date and being very serious mm-hmm. and committed about your relationship. But a lot of times, you know, you don't necessarily want to tie the knot too quickly. And, you know, again, with uh, Harry and Meghan... They're, I think, at a point in their lives where they've they've seen people around mm-hmm. and they know that, yeah, they're pretty compatible. They like each other a lot mm-hmm. and that they would be a successful partnership. And I think the queen believes that, too. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know, there are a lot of people need to mature before they're ready to actually, I think, get married. Mm-hmm. And I think Harry would fall into that category. Absolutely. Because only five years ago, he was naked in hotels. Right. Uh, and not just in his, like bathroom taking a shower yeah. like he was you know out in public with kind some of co-eds yeah he was <laughs> he was not mature enough i don't think and at no. this point he's gotten he's reached that level of maturity that he's ready to actually make yeah. a serious commitment i think the queen really likes that and is happy he's found someone who makes him happy right she yeah she's a good ambassador and yeah harry's gone under substantial change in his image and i think he's I think he, they both feel like we know the beast. Yeah. That is the media and we can really use it to our advantage to introduce you and get things started to make an announcement that we're getting married. Yeah. Or at least that we're extremely serious. Like she says, you know, that they're really happy and they're just trying to keep their time for themselves right now. And mm-hmm. that they'll, they'll have, they have a story and to share someday, or I think that's what she said. Um, but I feel like someday is probably a lot sooner than she kind of lets on in that, in the, in the interview. Well, and also, I mean, I don't know exactly when the interview was conducted. Right. That was the other thing I was trying to figure out. Yeah. Cause he mentioned the writer at the end mentions, like they let Megan know that they had like filed the story. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, without Wi-Fi or a really good internet connection. Cause she was headed to Africa. Yeah. So it had to have been probably sometime before that. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's a lot of times like interviews will take place months in, a, right. in advance of things because it takes a long time to put together a magazine the issue. Amount, yeah. And the amount of time you have to spend like fact checking this kind of stuff, like, yeah, you don't want, you don't want to mess this up. Yeah. You She's have, likely the royal bride. 
Right. And so, but again, she's at this point, yeah. she's not going to make any statement that is, uh, you know, promising something mm-hmm. when it very well, something could happen in the interim that, right. you know, delays things. Like she's not going to get in here and say like, oh my gosh, we're getting married um, mm-hmm. all of a sudden. And then like, say, you know, some, God Can forbid something. Well, yeah, God forbid something like happens, yeah. you know, that it would be seen as like, no, we we're going to postpone it a little bit longer. I think they're going to, you know, I think that it's coming soon, but they're mm-hmm. not going to, they're not going to tell us until they tell us. Yes. Yeah. And um. my thought uh, is that that may, the earliest possibility will be Invictus Games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously this whole Vanity Fair article kicked off a lot of other media frenzy, um, the Daily Mail <laughs> for one, <laughs> and the Mail on Sunday um, had a huge kind of thought like they had a rundown of what they think this means and they similarly believe that this signals that marriage is going to happen and it's going to happen soon and they say marriage between the suit star and the prince is being treated as inevitable right. which that kind of sounds <laughs> shady like, i don't like that it's just gonna i guess it's gonna happen yeah um and they also are reporting that the couple's first public appearance together will be at the invictus games in toronto as we predicted it'd be so perfect it i honestly it's like you couldn't have written it better like yeah because it is a city she's called home for seven years Mm -hmm. it's a charity he founded and which is you know a charity Mm -hmm. and it's going to bring a lot of exposure to this great you know event Mm -hmm. and everything and yeah yeah, I really just hope, since one thing I was really disappointed in about this article is that it really didn't talk a lot about her her charity work. Yeah. Like, I get that the reason why we're reading is not to read that, you know, she's a, a Goodwill ambassador for the UN or anything. It is about Prince Harry, but um, I'm sure she talked about that stuff, whether or not it made it into the final. Yeah. You know, that was a little disappointing because it's just like, you know what, give her her... We're, give her credit where credit's due. She was doing a lot of this stuff and was passionate about this stuff, you know. Yeah, that's how she met Harry. Right, exactly. And so my hope is that just kind of since they are trying to kind of, to, since they are essentially feeding the beast, my hope is that they're doing this not only to, you know, prepare everyone, you know, for a wedding, but also maybe that they're, they're going to be using, she and Harry have decided they're going to use the media to really funnel, you know, support into their their, their passion projects. Like, Harry always is talking about, you know what, I'm famous, I might as well use it for good. Yeah. And she's that perfect person, um, unlike, you know, some people, for example, Kate, who's not, you know, a seasoned of a, you know, a celebrity, to be like, you know what, I'm fine, put me out there. Yeah, exactly. I'm totally cool being vulnerable, I'm to- I can do photo shoots all day long, if it means we raise money for some kids. Right. You know. I mean, I can just say that if you believe in astrology at all, Meghan Markle <laughs> is a Leo. I think that says a lot about her. You know, she like does not shrink from the spotlight. It's it's a thing that yeah. she is very comfortable dealing with and seeks out. And again, a lot of, I mean, she's an actress. She didn't choose a career that, again, you can sit in a cubicle and hide from most of the world all yeah. day. She chose one. And I, I, to me, she does seem pretty outgoing yeah. based on various things I've seen her in right. and stuff and so yeah yeah um another thing i wanted to just note from the article was apparently it was a rainy day when they first started um the interview but once megan began to discuss prince harry the sun appeared oh my gosh because god sun. is on their side <laughs> <laughs> and then they moved to her terrace 
for oh, the rest yay. of the interview. And I was like dying because I was just like, yep. Ugh, God wants it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, I mean, this is this is exciting. Yes, there are so many things that are going to be happening in the next few months, and um, I think we should finish up the episode by talking about how these two news items are going to affect each other. Yeah. Um, obviously, Kate will be pregnant for the next several months we can say safely and so you know many people would would wonder is that going to affect a wedding timeline like are they going to get married before Kate gives birth are they going to wait until after what's going to happen here and I mean based on like the timeline of Will and Kate's engagement announcement and then when they got married you know short time later Right? It was only yeah. six months, right? Yeah, they or, got they or, announced their engagement in November and were married by end of end of April. April. Yeah. So, so I mean that's that's a short five months. That's a short I mean, obviously it had been in the works for longer than that because yes. that took a lot of coordinating. Oh, absolutely. I think they would have announced much earlier. Right. There were some roadblocks. Right. And so I think if if Harry and Meghan were to make an announcement before the end of this year, you know, I would assume that they would also, again, turn it around pretty quickly. I don't see them wanting a long engagement. They're, again, both older. They, right. And they've, they clearly, you know, have been planning on getting married for a while. There's also some speculation about, like, what kind of wedding it will be, whether mm-hmm. or not it'll be something that's in Westminster Abbey or St. Paul's Cathedral, or whether it will be more along the lines of the other. Like at, a, at the Windsor Chapel. Windsor Chapel is something. St. George's at Windsor. Yes. Right. Yeah, those are the same thing. Don't listen to me. Yes. Well, no, I mean, it's <laughs> just clarifying information. Yeah. Um, because that's where, because of the thought that, you know, because Megan's divorced, been divorced before, that it's not going to be as large scale of an, a celebration. It also might not be what they want. Yeah. You know, they might not want this huge, crazy thing. I mean, I don't think it will be small. I still think yeah. that they'll have, um, you know, they'll make it their own and it will be a celebration. Yes. I still think everyone across the world will be really excited about it. Right. Um, but I just don't know that it'll be like 3,000 people crammed, you know, crammed into right. a cathedral <laughs> for it. Um, but I do, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Kate, I would imagine they wouldn't schedule a wedding for when Kate, around Kate, when Kate is due to give birth. No, and they wouldn't, and, like, especially when she's, like, on her maternity leave. Right. Like, she's not going to want to appear. No. Uh, and I don't think they're going to want to Yeah. put that in there, because, you know, she's, she's, yeah, there's an adjustment to be made. She's tired, you know, she's, there's three children. She's recovering. Right, she's recovering, and I don't think they're going to want to, like, just be like, Oh, how's Kate looking? You know, she's looking a little, little tired. Yeah. She's looking not as fit as usual, you know. like Right. It's like, ultimately, you want the focus to be on, like, the family. And yes, there's probably going to be a cute baby, but... Yeah. The other thought, and this is me again hope, being hopeful and yeah. hoping that they hurry up and get married already, yeah. is that there's a possibility that if they do announce it rather soon, that they could get married as early as next spring. Mm-hmm. Um at least a month before Kate is right. due. I would say they probably, again, with a third kid, it's more, I don't, I don't know the actual statistics, yeah. but I've anecdotally, like, you know, the first baby usually cooks the longest. Yes. <laughs> to, to, so to speak. <laughs> and so, you know, with her 
coming up in a month before I think they wouldn't want to risk it. But earlier, a little bit earlier than that, there's a possibility they do that. And I think that strategically, they might be interested in doing something like that because as we talked about with Pippa's wedding back in the day, the there's a real issue with see, being seen, being perceived to try to steal the spotlight from somebody mm-hmm. else. Right. Even when that is in no way the intention, it's like something that the press is just going to ascribe to them. Yeah. And so when Kate showed up to Pippa's wedding wearing a weirdly unflattering dress that was classic and looked okay, but like the bust line, no thanks. Yeah. You know, if she shows up to Megan's wedding and she's visibly pregnant, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, look at... Again, there's not going to be a Pippa bridesmaid right. situation. There's not she'll gonna... just be sitting in the crowd. You right. Know, it'll, trying to be a bridesmaid. It'll be more like, you know, the queen shows up, showed up to William and Kate's wedding. Everyone was really interested in seeing what the queen was, mm-hmm. was wearing and stuff. But she was just wearing a really nice yellow yeah. suit. She looked great. But again, it wasn't like... She didn't show up in her lime green number that she yeah. wore and <laughs> trooping the color yeah. when she turned, uh, you know, with her 90th birthday. Like, so it's a little bit, I would see them doing that because it would take the narrative away. Yes. People wouldn't be able to say like, oh, look at Kate trying to steal the show, you know, because she's, I don't know, unless just typically people believe that women who are pregnant aren't going to like show right. up in something uh, revealing. I don't think yeah. she would show up in like a see-through <laughs> I don't think she'd show up in that anyway. Right. But it would just take the take the story out of it. Mm-hmm. Wind out of the sails. Yeah. So it's got to be either before birth or... I would say... Or a several three, months after. Three months or so. So a summer wedding would probably yeah. also be an option for them. But they would want to avoid trooping the color and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the other consideration. So you've got to fit it in somehow. Right. And we'll but see. I'm sure they have a plan and we'll hopefully learn more about that plan. Maybe we'll crack the code ourselves. I'm pretty impressed with our prediction skills. We called that they would be making the first public appearance at the Invictus Games. Mm -hmm. We called that baby Cambridge number three was uh, going to be imminent. I mean, I think we're, I think we're doing a pretty good job. Royal sleuths. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a storyline. I mean, it really is. It's like a big narrative, sweeping narrative, and it's, it's going to fit certain, um, you know, things that make yeah. sense because, mm-hmm. yeah. How it goes. Yeah, so. how it goes. So it's exciting. And, uh, yeah, Megan is also friends with Serena Williams. So if they got married, I would love to see Serena Williams attend a royal wedding and yeah. Snapchat it. Yeah, and Snapchat Kate, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. But this time they would have time to coordinate ahead of time. Yes. And so Serena could be like, hey, Kate, how's it going? Do you want our kids to play tennis together? Yeah. Does Charlotte want to go up against... I, I don't know what Serena named her baby girl. I don't know if it's been announced, but... Um, but she's I just, don't know. She's recently had her baby girl. Yeah. And so I wouldn't be surprised if... Kate would be like, yes, please. Yes. Please train my train my children to be tennis geniuses. Yes. Um, because <laughs> who wouldn't want that? Yeah. Also, Beyonce might show up because she's also friends with Serena. And, oh, my gosh. And she's met Kate. So right. just friends. So much to think about, um, but we'll save it. And then the twins for... could go. <gasps> oh, my gosh. This play date. This play date, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to. I just want to. Amazing. That would be so good. Yeah, it'd be good. And then maybe we'd finally find out if Michelle Obama actually set them up. Oh, set up, yeah, Harry yeah. and Meghan? They were set up by friends or met through friends. So yeah. Who knows, but. Yeah. Michelle's be great. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So 
more to come and hopefully we do continue to see a busy fall schedule for our royals it looks like there will be yeah so yeah even though it might be without kate we know and hope that she's getting better definitely it's not her first rodeo so no it's not and um hopefully i mean do we know uh she so she started doing public appearances again with after the Charlotte yeah. timeout after how long two it seemed like she appeared back in November in so, November yeah. okay so and that and remember then they went to New York in oh, December right. which right. was kind of her first like she'd been out maybe for some small like you know hospitals or hospital visits or whatnot right nothing like a full fledged tour so yeah that's what they're kind of there's been speculation that that tour that they originally were probably going to do in November, that probably would have been more of a week or more, will yeah. probably be another one of those shorter ones. Yeah. Or, or close by. Yeah. Where, right. you know, you can, it's not going to jet lag you to right. go there for five days. Exactly. So, yeah, we, we shall see it. Um, but yeah, she's getting better. Yeah. Um, so this is, I mean, it's great news for our podcast. We hopefully will have interesting things to talk about uh, in the upcoming weeks. We're going to uh, do a little bit more in-depth on the Invictus Games in preparation for when those happen. That'll be in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And we'll maybe do two episodes on that, one covering a little bit of the background on the games and mm-hmm. Harry's establishment of them. And then hopefully we'll get to cover Megan's appearance yes. at the, the games the following week. Um, but until then, uh, we will be back next week for another episode on a topic to be determined. Unless their engagement gets announced. I know. Right. In which case, we just throw out everything out the window. <laughs> right. And we just have um, a 60-minute file sound file of us squealing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which nobody wants. No. But we would we'd we'd save that one for the we personal could, archives we could, we could uh release it as a mini a yeah mini, mini episode. episode a bonus <laughs> what we'll, we'll, we'll start asking people for money on a patreon and then we'll say you can get this special yeah. bonus episode and then everyone will be like no give us our money no <laughs> just kidding well um if you have an idea of something you would like us to talk about in an upcoming episode or have any questions for us um you can get in touch with us on gmail at americrowndreams at gmail.com we're also available on facebook and instagram at americrowndreams and on twitter at americrowndream and watch our instagram because caitlin will post yes. her uh replicate <laughs> photos uh, of her at the met yeah. also um we got our first itunes we review did. and rating and or apple podcast yeah. why did they change it i don't um, know so if you are feeling kindness in in your heart and you want to help us succeed, uh, we would super appreciate um, you to rate and review us. And yes. and thank you to, um, their name was Bangs, Bangs, Bangs. Yeah, and it's not me, even yeah, though I have either. Bangs, it was not me. Yeah, it wasn't me either. So it was a legitimate person. Yay. So. Again, someone we <laughs> didn't pay or yeah. blackmail, like not someone and who's someone not... we don't know, like, yeah. like, a, like a close friend. Or you. spouse. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like, whole <laughs> say to my husband, do this. Make right. me seem popular yeah. online. Yeah. But we're, we're so excited that you, you like what you hear, and we're always here to take suggestions on topics and, you know, feedback. Right. We all love the royals and... Yeah. Pink. Like, I, I yeah. listened to some episodes recently, and I noticed that I 
was getting a little high-pitched whenever I was talking about George, so I'm trying to modulate a little bit more, <laughs> trying to not go up to the sounds that dogs and bats hear and just be <laughs> a little bit more chill. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.